Welcome to Talking Town's press conference reaction show in association with Ipswich Buses. Go contact us on all routes across Ipswich. So, Kieran McKenna, Christian Walton spoke to the local press. Join the Gov, the Media Mogul and Cruncher as they give their opinions on what was said in their own unique way. Enjoy. Hello again, my friends, and you are my friends, and welcome to your Friday night show. Now, sadly, the show doesn't have any cake to share with you. It's been quite a big thing this week, hasn't it, Cake Gate? But it does take you from the week to the weekend. And this weekend, town are away. So you may have other plans away from the football, but actually, let's be honest, you probably haven't because Kieran McKenna, he's not only at the will, he's turned us into a sexy, sleek sports car. The type of car you want to be out and about in, of course, following. Two wins from two, six points from six. And now a fixture that probably wouldn't look out of place in the Premier League. In fact, it probably looks more at home in the Premier League than, I don't know, Burnley versus Brentford. It is, of course, the Owls, Sheffield Wednesday. And we must once again turn our attention north to an enemy that some say are still reeling from the shock. You know the one. (laughs) Hopefully it won't need a last-minute goal today. For those that are new here, and there are some, so welcome in. I can see the chat is really busy, so keep that action happening in the live chat. It's there to be used. This is the show that takes uh, the Kieran McKenna press interviews, the clips, the tip bits and puts the unique, excellent FCA finalist spin on them. Are we timing our contributors tonight? Strictly two minutes, you two, per question, before we maybe have some general discussion. Before I do bring in the famous duo, I must first of say, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit that like button. I set a target of 100 on Wednesday, and we smashed it. So tonight, let's aim higher. Let's go for... 150 to get liking it. Second, if you're listening to this on our podcast platform, cooey, uh, please leave us a five-star review. Come on, you lovely people. Who better to have coming in your ears than me? Uh, and thirdly, if you're listening or watching uh, this while on the way to Hillsborough, leave an owl emoji in the comments. If you follow these three things, the Super Blues do, I have, or I hear, more of a chance of winning maybe possibly well no okay doing those three things won't increase our chances of winning but it does help me out right on with the show and as always before i bring uh, in the man they call the cruncher you can of course follow crunchers excellent led by example lead by becoming a youtube member with two tiers of support available and or as in crunchers wonderful case he's done he's done both and become a TT Fist and Ultra through our Ko-Fi link. So you can support the platform by two methods, YouTube membership or through Ko-Fi, if you get value from the platform. $4.99 a month, loads of shows, and shows as, uh, as our transfer talk before we started as, a, as bonus content. Honestly, your support of me and the platform is simply phenomenal, and I would not be sat here right now or earlier or Wednesday or tomorrow or any day, really, without any of your support i'm just a disabled guy struggling to get by here to talk about my football team and you guys and girls make it all possible right let's bring the cruncher in hard truth friday night yes i bet you and i bet anyone in the chat i'll give you five minutes to guess what i did 
between the transfer show and the start of this show. I bet no one can guess what I had to do. Turn the boiler on. No. Okay, I'm out, of the, I'm out of the running. Cruncher, it's good to be with you. It's Friday night. The weekend's upon us. Fury versus White is on. That means Matt Phillips somewhere is shuddering at the thought of doing another show. Um, outside I think of that's it. Maybe at the Principality in Cardiff. Ooh. Matt, get the tickets. I'll see you there. Mike I'd love to. That is on my bucket list to go to a big fight night. There you go. Talking town, minibus. Lads, 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 lads. And, of course, women. But lads, lads, lads. Weekend away. Um, well, actually, we'd have to get Scrappy Doo on the Scrappy Doo would have to be on the leash that night, wouldn't he? He would. Let uh, me, Adam. Let say, me, actually, I should have said it in the intro, but Sarah Davis, I hope you are doing well this evening. Um, because you've had some surgery, we're thinking of you. I hope you're doing okay. I like what Mike D said here, Rich, and it's burns, burns, burns. Big shout out, big mm. shout out to Wes's mum and dad. David and Melanie, who are in the Maldives as we speak for David's 60th birthday, Martin. And and they will be visiting Talking Town Corner very soon. Of course they will. It's the place to be, my, my boy. It's it the place is. to be. Bill Berg, get the ham away from the dogs. Colin, do you pack do, you, do your pack up for tomorrow, says Rich. Uh, says Colin. Have you had the picture? No. He's making no. his rolls, isn't he? Ham rolls. Okay, right. Uh, let's, let's go ahead. Every good contributor needs a partner. And this week, we have had Mark Tuxford, uh, George Nunn, Tom James, Lewis Robertson. I Tom mean, James, you know, by the way, anyone out there who's not watched it already, talking darts. Fan-bloody-tastic. Drink to that. Drink to that. It really is. He's a good guy. Uh, yeah, The quality and depth on the contributors is truly there. And as we say... It truly is a fan platform full of different opinions, but none even come close to the man who loves a Romanian red wine and a bar. To bring in the red wine. But Matthew Phillips, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Just to clarify, I don't have baths myself. I'm a shower man. It's my son who has the baths. You know. Yeah. And you're there on the you're there on the side just drinking the red wine. You're <laughs> what you're you know, you're keeping an eye on him to ensure he does not drown. <laughs> I know your game. I know it. <laughs> what are you supping tonight? I told you, I'll do what I want. What are you supping tonight, Mr. Phillips? Oh, I haven't got a drink this evening. Lies. You've now huh? got to sit through an hour of not drinking. You just literally <laughs> lied to the viewership. You've lied to the community. I've, He's I've lying. Got a, I've got an off-brand beer. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Ooh, do they exist? Do they exist? Do they yeah. exist? Yeah. Well... Yeah. I'm Not as good break. as the way they beers, obviously, but yeah, you know, needs nobody, much, right? nobody ever is. But I'm going to break. Oh, look at that! He's got he's got the memo. Waterman Road and the subscription service will be launched very very soon. Is that is that the box to box? Yes. Uh, well, well, we hope. I don't know. I mean, I'm talking to Josh about about what we can do as a TT community. But I'm also off brand tonight. I have got lockdown from from Colchester Brewery. He gave me a sample on Saturday. That's to try, that. so I thought, you know what, I'm going to try it out tonight, see what it's like. But uh, yeah, so we're, we're all off brand tonight, I'm afraid. Can you but, guess? Uh, can you guess, Matt, what I was doing in that five minute interval? You were feeding the dogs. It involved the wife. Oh God! Five minutes? <laughs> what three? What three times? <laughs> you know what I was doing? You know what I was doing? She's going wine tasting tomorrow for someone's birthday. Oh, okay. So I had to tan her back. 
Yeah, to what? Tan her back. I've got the mitt on. He's missing Squat the side. on your yeah. stuff. <laughs> Fuck me. I've been wine tasting. It's very good fun. In Italy. Okay. I was absolutely hammered by lunchtime. I've done wine tasting at the foot of Mount Vesuvius. Nice. Mm. Naples. Naples. It was beautiful. Vibes. Yeah, had my, had my honeymoon in the Naples. Portman Road tonight, Matt. Portman Road. Very good. David's I, drinking the vodka. I, I done. We. I was hammered by lunchtime and done about five hundred euro on orders. Had enough. Had enough wine to see me over the, like, the year. You're amazing. <laughs> good trip. You're absolutely amazing. Uh, wax on, wax off, cruncher. Backside more like says Lee. Is Look at watching? it. Are you what? You boys watching Cobra Kai on uh, Netflix? No. What a shot. If you like Karate Kid, it's a Karate Kid reboot. It's brilliant. This is why he's too busy, Richard. See, he claims he's busy with other things, but really he's just sat there watching Netflix. Like he can come on tonight. He can come on the transfer show because he's having his dinner. And then what does he have? He has pizza. Well, I didn't ask I mean, him to be fair. Come yeah. on. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, we're not. We have we have gusto now. You heard of gusto? You mean you yeah. pay for a subscription service? Well, I don't. Lizzie does. But yeah, that's what we have now. Yeah. I tell you a good site, right? Tesco Recipe Finder. Literally, oh. you put in the ingredients you've got, and it gives you a recipe. It's, it's amazing. The well, good thing about though is they've done all the prep for you, so you just bung it in the pan. Part of cooking Crunch. is the preparation, man. That's the Crunch's part of the good bit. Crunch's kitchen was in full effect this afternoon, man. <laughs> Cheese and potato pie, but Matt didn't that. like the, to- yeah, what, didn't like the, the tomatoes on the top, did you? Why the tomato? I didn't get that. Yeah, I didn't get that either. Well, just Not a little bit of garnish, you know. Had some carrots. Went down a treat. Owen Griffiths is down with the Cobra Kai. Yeah, I'm, I'm told with Gusto, you get all the bits already prepped. I don't know because I'm watching Cobra Kai while this is cooking. Brilliant. Tony B says, shout out to the guy in the ATS. You gave me a discount being a town fan. Big up. Uh, got a flat time with the Akron game. Oh, well, there you go. I'm a bit worried about David, though, drinking this vodka because if Colin appears at any point tonight, which I don't think he will, but if he does, and he mentions Bobby Robson, David could, could be in trouble with the vodka, the straight vodka. Colin's you know. going to Hillsborough, isn't he? He's going to Hillsborough? He is. He is kind of Hillsborough, yeah. Mike D, potato and a pie. Double carbs, Cruncher, says Mike D. Um, Simon Prey, bloody gusto. That's sad. You never get enough. Yeah, I, you know, I don't eat a lot, do I? So it's more no. than enough. Mate. 4% body fat, people. Don't forget. It's not quite, it's not quite that good. <laughs> also the size of a 14-year-old boy. So <laughs> yeah. I'm under 10 eat. stone. Well, <laughs> so talking of sizes, and what size shirt did you get, Matt? Tell us about the yellow shirt that you purchased with your points. You got your points back. Yeah, it was a right debacle. I put in me wrong. I put in one of the wrong digits on my credit card number, so it got denied, cancelled, and that. And then it didn't. It didn't give me my points back, so I had to email Planet Blue. They put them back on. Then I then I managed to buy it. So just to clarify, I got small S. S was not for Sabuto player Ian Houston. <laughs> nice shirt though, but a, a lot of it's, it's dividing a bit like this pod. It's dividing opinion. Some people said I couldn't be seen dead in yellow and other people going near classic. Do you own a denim jacket? I used to back in my band days, but not anymore. Okay, good. No. Because you Me could then. look like a minion. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I, denim jacket's not my style anymore, I'm afraid. Because if, mm. if you wear blue, you could look like... I, mean, I, was, I was thinking it the other day. I thought, oh, I, I don't say this joke. I don't say this joke. And, uh, and I didn't, but I'm not calling it yellow anyway. I'm calling it golden blue. Gold, okay. Although it does I say like yellow that. on the box, but I'm calling it golden blue. I like that. If my head at any point becomes closer to the camera, it's because I've got an issue where the cable to my computer and my and my my tower, they're not talking to each other. But when they do, they argue, and the computer screen decides to go off. So I have to try and tap the the wire just to let it know that I'm I'm still here. 
Um, so hence if I come suddenly come over here. Yeah, I thought you was getting a bit close to the camera. Well, if you hear a massive great bang, it's me kicking the shit out of the tower. Okay. Just do not worry. Um, I can't see you. So if I do stand up, you, you might see what the uh, what trousers <laughs> I'm wearing. Not good. Was, right. While I was clearing up the pizza, it was a good show Thank with you. Izzy and from Brentford. Very good. Enjoyed That's that. That's why we got Rich on, not you. Yeah. We a good show. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel a little bit salty that we're getting players online from Brentford. I fucking hate it. What hate it. It is what it is. And then some, and some, oh, my screen off again. Some, some little. Right, turns up and goes, should have got Cancelo. Oh, fuck off, mate. All right, it was a comment, not to you. But um, <laughs> anyway, I, I can't see you, so I hope everything's done all right there. Because uh, We can see your screen now. You've, oh, you've, got, you've got daylight behind you. <laughs> Don't worry about that, son. I can't see nothing. Don't worry about what I can't, what you can see. Um, it's what I can't see that's the issue. And I'm the one with the, with the notes. All but, right, uh, Lewis. You see Lewis there's comment. No, I couldn't. <laughs> I can't see anything. Right, here we go. Let's get on with the show. So, we have got some points. Two minutes each. We'll start with you, Mr. Phillips. Walton, buzz and excitement. Yeah, this is what the um, this is what Christian Toldo said today. Um, or yesterday, whenever it was. He came in at a difficult time in the season and we've picked up in terms of results. This is on McKenna, which has been really pleasing. That brings positivity and breeds confidence within the team. So, it's a really good buzz and plenty of excitement about the place at the moment. We know we have to be focused on the job and be ready for the next challenge, which is Saturday's game at Wednesday. When you look at where the two teams are in the league, there's obviously a lot at stake for both. But we're on a good run at the moment and we will have a lot of fans cheering us on up there. So, Matt, you yourself on Tuesday, the fans react show. You said the players were suddenly within reach. A win tomorrow and they're a little bit closer. Uh, you, you, you almost appeared excited and buzzed. For, uh, I, I, I was excited and I was buzzing. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, you'd want to tell your face that a bit more often. And a season that appeared flat and almost dead is now alive. Is it yes. now exciting? And as a fan, and how do you feel hearing Christian Morton speak about the buzz and the excitement? You've got two minutes. Go. You've got two minutes. Well, look, I was a little bit more excited than maybe I should have been on um, Tuesday because I didn't realize MK Dons had scored a 95th minute equalizer. So I thought we were a little bit closer to them than I thought. Sky hadn't updated their app. But yeah, it's great. that's great to hear. Because we did have question marks to me about McKenna coming in. Mm. He's not a lot older than some of the players. Um, and, you know, that might pose problems. But I think the fact that where he's come from, Man United, managers that he's worked with at Spurs and United, Pochettino, through to Mourinho. Um, well, we've just got the Brentford fan, Matt, say McKenna highly sort of, almost as if it was a bargaining chip or, or, or a selling point that we've got. We've got yeah, 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 yeah. Which I didn't really, I didn't really see that. I thought maybe, you know, the plays that we had, a lot came for Cook, and that was the respect fact they had there. But it's brilliant to hear. It's absolutely brilliant. It's all about momentum, isn't it? Um, I think it'll be a tough game tomorrow, but yeah, you can't deny. It. I mean, look, the luck is our way. What I thought hit the post on Tuesday night, Rich, was actually Bolton's Hill on the goal line. He didn't quite. He didn't quite mean it though, did he, Rich? Well, if he meant that, he wouldn't be playing in the well. They did say he was a top six championship goalie. Obviously, he's a they top did. six Premier League goalie if he can do that. He's, yeah, he's obviously a miracle worker. From Columbia, the scorpion yeah. kick. <laughs> but on the yeah. excitement, obviously, we had the American takeover, which we which we broke literally minutes after it happened. Uh, we had, you know, we we got that excitement, and then, then the stadium changes, Matt. All the euphoria. Then, then it, the season almost died. Let's be honest, it died. Yes, and we are, are still you, suffering a bit. Yeah, but are you surprised at how quickly? McKenna in his yes. first managerial role is come yeah. in and 
giving it the shock treatment. And, and really, as, as I said on midweek, yeah. revitalized us. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's just one of life's mysteries. I still can't understand it why someone's so decorated as Cook in these divisions and had success with, you know, multiple clubs, couldn't get the, cherry picked the plays he wanted, as we understand, mm. couldn't get this team moving. Yet someone who comes in without any managerial experience yet has an abundance of, you know, coaching qualifications and experience working with decorated coaches, global names, has got us moving. I just, Absolutely. You know, it's just one of life's mysteries, isn't it? I don't know why. Is it timing? I don't know why. New, new way of thinking, mindset. Many will say, Matt, it's to do with the assistant manager, the coaching setup. Obviously, many he was working with the first time for, Rich, in all fairness, as a coaching team. I don't think Gary Francis and Paul have often worked together as a team, have they? No. Well, Gary Roberts was still a, he was still registered as a player at Akron and Stanley without a coaching badge when he was appointed. Yeah. Look, I'll stand by. I said, I said at the time, the two-week period we had between the Wiccan game I think it was the Gillingham game where we got the Lincoln games cancelled with COVID. That was key for me. He's had him on the grass. Mm. You know, he wouldn't have had that time, Matt. No. At any other stage of the season, we'd have been playing Saturday, right. Tuesday. He'd have got the odd training session here. He's had him for a prolonged period of time. He's drilled them well. And look, we're reaping the benefits on the pitch. But I did say to Colin this morning, we just do need to just ease the foot off a little bit. It's five games. It's not 50 games. No, you know, no, we've no. won four. Fantastic. If we if we go in the blocks, we've got eighteen games left. If we could go in five game blocks, winning four games in three of them, mm. twelve mm. wins, we'll probably be in the playoffs. But football doesn't work like that. It doesn't work mm. like that. We can all yeah. say, I see in the comments there, February, very kind fixtures. On this paper, league, yes. On paper, yeah, yes. It this is. league's not like that. There's some like Mike Brown said before, there's some crazy results. We just got to, it's boring, I know. We just got to take each game as it comes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, home dressing room, hashtag ITFC says EI, EI, EI. Oh, that's me. EIO. After <laughs> football league, we go. I think, I think Roy makes a great point there. Cook's coaches were crap. I mean, he's replaced Liam Richardson with Jeffers. Probably had a good CV at, um, at Everton under 23s. And like you say, Gary Roberts, who didn't have a, a coaching badge. Maybe he suffered a little bit trying to get more scousers around him a little bit, people he trusted, but maybe didn't have the experience. Hey, <laughs> Good old Harry Enfield. What a sketch that is. Yeah. Um, right. Ricardo sticking with Walton. Uh, I'm going to ask you, are you surprised at how good he has been with his distribution and ball playing? Because he started many moves out from the back. Do you think he had that in his locker when, when we signed him? Because... Walton actually said this about it himself. I've got a bigger responsibility in possession and starting the team off from the back. We're setting up to play out, bring teams onto us and then play through them. This is a big part of what he wants to bring to the team. That's McKenna. So I would say that the responsibility for me in possession is a lot bigger than what has been asked of me by previous managers at previous clubs. But it's going to help me improve and develop as a goalkeeper, he said goalie, which is the important thing. Are you surprised? Because obviously under Cook, and Cook was... I felt we were going to get this playing out from the back style. We never did. Walton's distribution left a lot to be desired. Yeah. So no, when no. we did, what do you? What was that game we were at? Was it the Oldham game or the Oldham? Barrow Oldham. Game Oldham. He was barking at him, weren't he? he was oh, no, Barrow. 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 Yeah, Barrow. Barrow yeah. <laughs> and I, I did say when he signed, Halaki's probably distribution is probably better than Walton, but he yeah. has improved. Listen, but they know nowadays, Martin goalkeepers. It's not just a case of you're in the in the nets to keep the ball out. He does you say that. To, you yeah. have to do much more than that. You know, you have to be f- footballers. Look at Edison. I know Edison at Man City. He's on a different level than Christian Walton. 
<laughs> some of the balls that he can play, he That's can a ping a 70-yard pass. And it's yeah. not a long ball. It's a pass. Yeah. You know, so... He's are gonna... you surprised that Wharton have because you know that, that that that's Manchester City in the Premier League in all due respect. But so are you surprised? You mentioned Halaki had better distribution. Has he surprised you then in, in the recent weeks of how good he actually has been? And is that a testament to uh Reading Gilmartin? We mentioned the coaches a second yeah, ago not just, being was, the best. I was gonna is say that, that. definitely Sorry. it's, it's obviously <laughs> the coaching, but I always find nowadays with goalkeepers there is a mistake somewhere around the corner with these keepers. You, you'll watch the, the Football League highlights of a Saturday night and you'll probably see, Matt, two or three instances where goalkeepers, even when Swindon were playing Man City, for instance, mm. Sw Swindon Town, they're playing Man City. They still wanted to play that football out from the back and the second goal it cost them, the goalkeeper, yeah. bad pass into the centre-half. So... It's. I think sometimes you just have to suck it up. If your goalkeeper makes an error with a pass, that's the way we're going to play. The manager will probably say, listen, don't worry about it. It's down to me. If there's a mistake, I'll take the can because that's the way he wants us to play, you know? So, It's a question for you. Whenever Warren has the ball, and I noticed that, I've noticed this in the last couple of games, we've now got the two, well, two of the three centre-halves on the edge of the six-yard box. Why? Because the ball never goes to them, does it? So are they trying no. to bring are they trying to bring the, the, the opposition strikers to the penalty area? Correct. Yeah. It's not it's not it's not designed to go to the two centre half. It's designed to go to the man in the middle. Just, and then you form a triangle and you play out and you beat the press. It's as simple it's simple as that. If if yeah. the if the opposing team take away the middle man, you play it to your centre half and then you draw them out that way. But it's more it's not a case mine now where you take a goal kick and everyone goes and stands in the centre circle. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, the goalkeeper right. launches it and then you just fight for it. Football's yeah. it's totally changed at yeah. not just yeah. Premier League level, it's every single level. You know, kids football now. They all want to do it. Because yeah, they yeah. see on a Saturday or on a Tuesday when they're watching, this is the way the game's played nowadays. You're you know, it's not, it's not everybody because like not everybody, Matt, because we see Akron and last Saturday. You know, they're a bit more direct, but they yeah. play yeah. To their strength with what they've got, so it's just it's just how yeah. it is. And I, look, yeah. I like how we're playing. I like the football we're playing, and yeah. I think Walton's so far. Walton's been excellent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean Lambert played that style as well, didn't he? With the two with two centre halves on the edge of the six yard box like that. Um, do, you, do you feel uh, comments like what Jason Clayton's made in the chat? And it's a very good comment and a very well, uh, well, well, well made comment. It's a lot of pictures that we play on aren't good enough for this sort of football. Do, do We're you not feel... in the eighties now, Jason. We're not in the eighties now. No, where it was did you see Tramir's pitch last year or the year before? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's yeah. a very rare occurrence. Yeah, right, yeah, when you yeah, pitch yeah. like that nowadays. Yeah, it's the same right. for everybody, isn't it? Yeah. All right. So you you, you feel Jason and, and myself to to an extent a little bit. A little bit wrong there in the sense of even when you go away to teams such as I don't know, not going there now again. We've got some little things in a few weeks' time. Their surface isn't great there. I've seen that on the telly, but we'll probably we'll probably you might have to adapt a little bit. But I yeah. don't think we're going to be launching the ball seventy yards up to the lone striker like we used to. Being well, away we from that great the Barrow game when we were that close to the touchline, weren't we? Even we but sat down and went, this doesn't look very good nearest Amen. the dugouts anyway. Mm. No, absolutely right, um, Matt. Um, tomorrow, Wednesday, obviously away, big game. As yeah. I said in the intro, wouldn't be a fixture that doesn't look out of place in the Premier League. Yeah. Keeping on water distribution, the final sort of point. Do you expect mm -hmm. us to play short tomorrow? Or do you expect us actually to come out and be a little bit more 
direct from things such as goal kicks because we're away from home and it is a big fixture. They play well, they play three five two, don't they? Um, so we're probably going to match up with them, I would have thought. Mm. Um, I don't know, I, I feel like we're going to be like you'll see my, my 11 in a little while, but I mean, I've gone for more of an attacking lineup because I feel like it's uh, as you said, Martin, it's not a game we want to go to and go, oh, thank god we got a point. I feel like if we're going to keep the momentum going mm. and break into the top six, then we might as well just go for it. If we lose, we lose. We draw, we draw, but you might as well just go for the three points. Um, so I think the idea would be to get the ball away early. And I'd love it if we could replicate the Gillingham, you know, the Gillingham performance where we, you know, it was one, two touches at a most, you know, mm. but under Cook, every time we got pressed, it went backwards. Now we're seeing when we're getting pressed, people thinking about creativity where they can pass the ball and get it and get it forward. As I said, I mean, look, even in the short spell, it's been what, five games? I feel like. The Cook era now seems really outdated. It's almost like we've gone from dial-up to broadband. Yeah, great <laughs> point. Yeah, it feels like to me. Really good point. I never yeah. thought that. I never nope. thought that, but you know, fair play. It's Absolutely. Good. David's asking the chat: Are we doing the prediction league? David, we are doing the prediction league. I've very, I've, I've not had time the last two previous shows, so I'll just get it in now while you raise the point. Here is this week's prediction league on the screen. Wednesday, Ipswich, Colchester, Swe- uh, Sweden, Colchester, Swindon. Yes. Fuck's sake. <laughs> This Did beer you see score. you, uh, um, Barry, and Fleetwood Cambridge. Yes, Luke Barry. Who signed for Colchester? Um, Big John. Big, Big John Akini. Two, two and a half year contract. Even when I'm on my deathbed, I'm insane. He would have been a better option than Molly Hall. I was confused because I, I was looking at Wikipedia, thinking he's never played for town. You know, I, I think they could sign players that never played for town. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. In terms of the league table, we've got Mike Woods leading the way with Stephen Davis and Rob Smith hot on the trout. Well, they're all leading, to be fair. Ben Moore, Rich. Ben Moore is fourth in the prediction league. Well, he's got to be something like, because his fantasy team are absolute garbage. Lee Anderson's pushing it. Graham Brook there, Matt. Obviously the first to know about Brett's injury (laughs) midweek. Me and Graham were chatting about this last night. Me and Graham were chatting Scrabble last night. Were you really? Yeah, we were, yeah. Um, but he was. He, he tweeted out he was the first yeah. one to know. Graham Brook mid table. I expected him to be higher there because he's, he's with you, Rich. Which is shocking. Fifteen. I points. feel like I've been hard done by here. I feel like I should be mid table there. Well, here is League Two. Obviously, it's getting very, very condensed. You know, getting very, very condensed. There's League Two, and there is League Three, Division Three. Matt <laughs> Phillips. Look at that. I can't believe he got all my points for telling a joke. I can't believe it. Well. You no could, joking you could allowed. Take control of that, and you could um, dish the points out yourself. Well, then you yeah. the points, exactly. There you go. Anyway, massive shout out to uh, One Rovers Vlogs in the chat. Charlie, Love lovely guy, Charlie. Great channel. Yeah, if you don't watch it, go over and subscribe to him. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, awesome, we great guy. Yeah. Right, I'm going to give you both 30 seconds for this one. All right, because it's inspirations. Walton had this to say in regards to inspirations. When I was a fan at Plymouth, the goalkeeper was Roman Larryu. What a player he was, by the way. And I absolutely loved him. He was, I, remember, I do remember him watching the ITV Championship show. Do you remember it being on ITV? Yeah. Um, with the old Pucker yeah. Pie advert and the old, it's yeah. a beautiful day. Yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely banging times. Right. Um, here's my biggest inspiration as a youngster. But then at the top level, I always enjoyed watching Edwin van der Sar. And I was fortunate enough to see him live a few times. So, in 30 seconds each, I'll set the clock in a second. Who, in, as a kid, inspired you from the world of football? Matt, go first. Well, from, the, from Ipswich, I used to love John anyway. Walk and Dalian Atkinson. I used to get a birthday card from John Walk, Junior Blues. I've said to John, I still wish I got that birthday card. I miss it on the mantelpiece. 
Dalian I loved just because he was out. I love flair players. And you'll remember his hat-trick reach against Middlesbrough, oh. the 4-0. Right. Absolutely brilliant. Tour apart, Mowbray and uh, Pallister. Five seconds. From the world, world of football, I love well Italian football. I love Paolo Rossi at the 82 World Cup. I okay. love that Brazil 82 team that they beat. Italy beat 3-2. Zico I loved. Um, yeah, brilliant. I, I always used to like lament the fact you couldn't watch European football when we were kids. Now, of course, you could. I subscribe to everything. <laughs> you could see yeah, Italian football, Spanish football. You used to have, have to wait and see what the little results were in the Daily Mail. It's like little tiny letters. But um, Michael yeah. Owen for Owen, Paul Cooper for Lee Brown, Paul Mariner and John Walt for Lee Bayless. Cruncher, you can be here from anywhere, town, anywhere else. What are you, what are you saying? Uh, we'll start going 84. So we were on the sort of downward spiral. Uh, mm. Two of my big heroes from a bit later on, uh, Jason Dazelle. Obviously, he was making his way there. He remember, remember the goal, Matt, when he scored when he was 16 against Coventry. Coventry, 3 1. Chris Kiwomia. Yeah. Look, I used to love Chrissy yeah. Kay. I, I'd yeah. always remember yeah. his legs. They were shining. He would boil <laughs> them up so yeah. much. And that team, Martin, the 91 92 team for me, my favourite mm. season as a town fan. And I still yeah. say now, that is the season that it gets overlooked so much. Yes. You know, we've had the history. Obviously, mm. Ramsey, Robson, the Burley eras, nothing since then. But that season, to me, you, you listen to the players. I talk to Adam Tanner quite regularly. John Lyle. Everybody loved John Lyle, you know. What a manager he was and That's what cool. a team that was, Matt. Fantastic. Lewis has put Adam Proudlock. <laughs> well, he would do because he got it midweek on the uh, player connection quiz. I couldn't believe he got it. I really couldn't. Um, great. Yeah, great stuff, Rich. Uh, my inspiration, Matt Holland from Mitch's Town. Very, very easy. Very yeah. quick one. Uh, from the world of football, Nesta. I absolutely adored Nesta. Okay. He was and Tony Adams. Them two were my idols. I wanted to be both of those as defenders. They're just rocks. And you don't get people in football like that anymore, particularly Tony Adams. What a hero. And I can still see it clear as day at Everton striding through and then putting what was probably one of the best goals in the Premier League that year. And then just standing there, hands wide. Yeah. I always remember Tony Adams, Matt, from the FA Cup game at town when he had the headband because he crashed his car into the wall. Do you remember that week? We won't yeah. talk about that. We won't. Yeah. That was <laughs> Scored at the Jack far post, Churchman's end, 4-2. Yeah, I think that was the Jack and Jenny pub in Whitsum. It's now a spa. Super Is it? Yeah. Uh, Craig Forrest says, Heidi. Oh, Craig Forrest. Keep your eyes peeled, Heidi. Yeah. Butcher. Class says, Nuke Miller. Gus Allen Beek says, Eddie Spaghetti and Super Bobby Petter, who's now a DJ. He is a DJ. Roy Clark has said, Eusebio, who shares her birthday with da -da -da -da, the Gruncher. Does he? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, lucky Eusebio Giovanni De Santos says Lewis right um, Sam Morsi Matt uh, Tuesday travelled apart the dressing room uh, hotel etc many fans I saw on social media were a little bit sort of surprised maybe taken aback that it, it, he was still a part of the group and that he travelled up were you surprised to see yeah. Sam Morsi a part of the group yeah. does, it, does it show a togetherness that, that, yeah. that's now at town yeah, and also he's got that extended role as a, a captain, hasn't he? So, you know, it's that mentality of we're all in it together. I think it was great that he was there not playing. He could still be, a, presumably, he could still be a presence in the in the dressing room. Um, yeah, it didn't surprise me the least, to be honest with you. I, I would imagine even under Cookie probably still would have been there, given that's, you know, as a captain role. 
you see, you want, and when you're in that kind of figurehead role, you want to see that, don't you? As, as probably players and fans, as fans, we go brilliant. He's all invested. He could be sat at home with his family. And as players, you know, he's there to, you know, we said, didn't we, at the Accrington game, how he was cajoling and being a real leading from example on the pitch. And you know, you could you could still bring that to the party. Just having to be on the touchline. That's all. Do you remember, yeah. Do you remember when Beckham was the the cheerleader at the uh, 2010 World Cup. Yes. Yeah, of course, again, the fifth bit of Tarsalgate. Um, yeah, yeah. Is it something we've not seen, Rich, since the, 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 the days of, you know, Chambers, Berra, Smith, McCarthy? Because Morsi, on this platform sometimes, has been criticised for a lack of leadership by some. Does this go a little bit, some way to prove, to prove those people wrong, do you feel? Do you feel this is him leading from the front, by example, as Matt just said, all in it together? And as you've said previously, in the trenches, is this him remaining in the trenches when the bullets are firing? Yeah, look, I, I never agreed with, I think it was it was Ben Adams, he was saying, not a captain. Mm. Never really agreed with that. You, you have to remember, he came in, what, with about two or three not, hours with the last yeah. transfer window to yeah. spare. So Probably was on air. But to be fair to Ben, he's not here to defend himself. But yeah, he, he did say that, but he had some merits to, 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 to the point. Does this go some way to, to, to maybe... Dispels because he wasn't alone. Ben was speaking for a you know a part of the of the fan base that do feel that and, and have thought that themselves out loud. Do things like this as I've he's said. He's a natural the... leader. I've said before he's a natural leader. He was he was captain at Chesterfield. He was captain of Wigan. Yeah. He wasn't captain at Middlesbrough. No, but he's he's a natural leader, and I think he'll probably be there tomorrow. I'd be surprised if he wasn't there tomorrow, sitting on the bench. You know, he's in the dressing room, still yeah. got a massive part to play, and it's obviously it'll be frustrating for him. That he's not going to be out on that pitch. I think we, we could really do with him tomorrow. I I, I think mm. we missed him yeah. the other night. I don't know what you thought, Matt. I know we got the victory, but I still thought in that first half we missed that drive. Yeah. Um, yes. But look, he's got to suck it up. He's got another three games, mm. and then he's got to get back in the team. If we win, if we win three games, does he come back in the team or does he sit on the bench? You know. I, I always thought like when we did sign him, and I was saying, you know, people that I chatted to, it, uh, and he. What they said, what kind of personality he was, what character traits he had, what kind of style he'd bring. And I was like, I don't think I said on the show, I feel like it could be another Matt Holland for us, which is big shoes to fill. Mm-hmm. But I remember when like he had to leave Wigan because of administration, he wrote like an open letter to all the fans that was in the local newspaper. And all that. I mean, you know, it's those little touches that show you what a class. He's a good guy, Matt. He's a good guy. Look, I had a bit of, um, would say, messages backwards and forwards with him on the Monday yeah. night. He didn't agree with my tweet. I think. Personally, I like that, you know. Shows a bit yeah. about him. It's you know, he wasn't, yeah, he wasn't about calling it. me out. He direct messaged me and he didn't agree with what I said. And in the end, we agreed to disagree. But I said to him, football is all about opinions. And yeah. if I go out there tomorrow, I'll probably get there early. If I see him, look, I'd like to have a chat with him. I've got no hard feelings. I want him back on the pitch. I think we, we're going to miss him. Mm. But he's he's done the crime. He has to take the time. Well, yeah, and, and the crime yeah. I feel is we, we, we draw a line under that now. It's happened, yeah. it's done, it's been dealt with. Whatever you feel about the situation. Yeah, he's one Blue. Of them on that band, isn't he? So, yeah, it's no point crying over spilt milk. It's absolutely. You know, it's been a, looked back uh, numerous if times. If you've got multi cameras at Portman Road, just watch I follow. Wow, there you go. Blue, Cook put a lot of pressure on Morsi. Do you, do you agree with that, Matt? Build him up as a bit of a savior? So, what, what Cook did? Yeah. Yeah. Um... No, not particularly. I do feel like we did say there was like it felt like there was a piece missing, and certainly Harper and Evans weren't the answer, were they? Which is why I think we probably got off to a bad start. 
you could argue that was Cook's fault, really, not having the right personnel in the right positions against what was pretty mediocre opposition the first three games. But there we go. Yeah. But, and, um, uh, yeah, I mean, he's, look, he's not a robot, is he? It's probably taken him a little time to get used to. One minute you're in the championship at Middlesbrough, you know, a few months before he was at Wigan. Now he's at Ipswich, full-time deal, playing in League One. He got acclimatised, but, you know, you know. but that said, he was brilliant against Doncaster, wasn't he? Absolutely. As Jason does rightly say, maybe you will not, you won't see him there tomorrow, Rich, and don't be surprised if you don't, because McKenna did say in the press conference today that yeah. he might not travel to every game because yeah. of some, you know, fitness regime. He might want to, yeah. they might want to do this with him on a Sunday, whatever it might be. So as Jason, they can have him out on the pitch before the game. Are they, are they allowed to do that, or after the game, Matt? Or is it is he not allowed because he's suspended? I think because he's suspended, he won't be allowed to be on there. I think there's a local park somewhere. Just get him over there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, talking of leadership, though, McKenna did have this to say on George Edmondson, Rich. Also, he's a positive and a lively character around the dressing room, popular with the players, but he's also a tough character and he wants to win. So we feel like he's got a lot of attributes that we want to develop in him from a leadership point of view. We also have some really good senior players, to be honest. Sonny Aluko played the other night, a fantastic professional, really good leader in the group, great on the training ground, good on the pitch, experience. One of a number of other examples. So, Edmondson, is he future t- town captain or elsewhere? Do you see it? And is it is it is it is it about time that town had multiple people who oh. could be a captain, characters, leaders, men on that pitch? Yeah, I, I did say. Well, I, I was only going off the back of what people said about uh, Morsi should be captain and Edmondson is captain. I, I didn't agree with that then. Look, he's he's what is he twenty four now? I think. Mm-hmm. He's been, look, he was at Oldham. He's, he's obviously played in Scotland. He played games in Europe. Um, and a lot of people, they don't have to be, captains have changed now, Matt, because like back in the day, you had like your Roy Keynes, you know, your, your Bell Owen and Terry Butchers. And mm. you don't yeah. have to, you yes, don't get them characters nowadays, do you? They, a lot, if you watch the Spurs documentary, you watch Harry Kane there and the, the team talks he does in the dressing room <laughs> before the game are absolutely embarrassing. But he shows on the pitch. He leads by example when he's playing. Yeah. So, yeah. but we we, we we spoke before on this platform, Martin, about you just look at the two thousand team that won yeah. Wembley and the, the amount of leaders they yes. they had in that team. Matt Holland was captain, but you had them all, didn't you? McGill and Venus <laughs> Mowbray, McGrill. Yeah, McGrill. So it's up to other people now. It's like tomorrow away. It's uh, um, Hills, but this is one time we're going to miss Morsi tomorrow because you've got in that midfield, you've got Tom Carroll and you've got Backinson who haven't really played together, but I don't really see them as a leader. Backinson, he's just come to the club. He might be a bit sort of in himself, you know, can't give anyone a bit of a bollocking, you know. But then I've got, you got Macaulay Bond. I think he's been captain this season. He seems like a leader to me, how he plays. So... Oh, Edmondson's a great player and I think yeah. he probably will be captain. Um, hopefully it'll be at Ipswich Town. Hopefully it's, it's not nowhere else because I think that's a real key. Clock's ticking though, isn't it? Let's be honest. Clock is ticking. It, you know, it, it, it's one of those, it, it's not a, a matter of if, it's a matter of when in my opinion, Matt, that George Edmondson will be playing at a higher level. You hope it's with the blue and white. You hope it's with Town. Why did you play games the other night though, Martin? Well, that's but then that leads into what Mike Diaz just said here in the chat. Edmondson needs to contract his football. Do you think the captain's arm bad is a is an unnecessary distraction at this point of his career match? Do you think actually you can yeah. lead without a little bit of fabric around your your shoulder? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, I mean, I would imagine McKenna being the sort of modern coach that he is will we'll be saying to everyone, you know, you don't you don't need the captain's armband to lead. Go out there and and do it. 
and it, I think Rich is right. You know, you look back at that 2000 team. Yeah, you just mentioned five, six players that used to be mm. leaders, could all potentially be captains. I'm seeing it again here. You're looking at Morsey. You're looking at uh, Edmondson. You could say Genoa Danassian. So, I mean, there's three. I mean, we've been struggling under Lambert. We used to think it was a really quiet team and there was no leadership there. You, and McCauley would be a fourth. Absolutely. Norwood, five. Yeah. Already you're seeing characters in there. Now, whether or not Edmondson will, you know, a bid would come in for Edmondson if we didn't get to the championship, we'd have to wait and see. But at least we're in the position now to be able to bat those away under Evans. You know, we'd be, talk, we'd be listening to the deal, wouldn't we? But, Absolutely. I mean, you know, I, don't, I doubt McKenna is the kind of person who would stand in the way of Edmondson if he wanted to progress his career. And I don't think... We, we've Captain's got is problem. an interesting one, Matt, because you only have to look at Arsenal a couple of seasons ago and look how much the armband was passed around there. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you see it in England as well, don't you? Yeah, we're England teams. You have yeah. different captains before. It's more yeah. of a leadership council these days. It's, yeah, exactly. Leadership council was a good good thing. I mean, you only have to watch that, what's it, the coffee coffee yeah. shop podcast, whatever it's called, Coffee Club. Coffee Club, you yeah. You can see what kind of character is on that. I think you have to be a bit of a character to yeah. be able to have the mic in that situation amongst players, certainly. Matt yeah. Swords, uh, impressed with Dominic Thompson's badge-pointing skills and his signing-on photo. Yeah, right, on time. Right, first time. Uh, Dr. Zach King, definitely captain potential. Emerson for me, yeah. maybe just not yet, can cover. Aluko too. As well. Yeah, Aluko. Somebody else got uh, six. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Rob Smith, some players thrive as a captain, others it affects their game. Liam says, my barber cut Selena's hair and told him he's starting tomorrow. There we go. We're getting into that, into that realm. Talking of characters, Matt. Caden Jackson, right? Might not be the most gifted of forwards, but he has speed, which you can't teach. And he has scored something, I don't know, a, few, a fair few goals for town, particularly under Lambert. Just, I said on Tuesday that his character and his attitude is is what you particularly want around the squad. Uh, do you feel we need more Caden Jackson players with, the, with that type of mentality and attitude? Particularly with a large yeah. squad, because, you know, you can get so many players that aren't playing that get disgruntled, Get their heads down. Get you know, start whispering yeah. in, in in corners. McKenna said, "Really humble, hungry lad," because he hasn't really featured much at all. On meeting him, you could expect that he might be a bit disillusioned with the situation, but not at all. He made mm. it clear to me just wants to concentrate on uh, contribute to the team wherever he can. He wants to be here and just wants to be part of a good Ipswich Town team and a good Ipswich squad. Do we, do we need more Kate? We need more Caden Jackson type. Well, I think yeah. Character. I mean. Exactly. I mean, you have to remember what he's... He comes from very humble beginnings. I mean, his career break was a Swindon Supermarine. Judge Rinder. I don't even know what division they're in. I knew you were going to say that. Judge Rinder. I knew you were going to say So, you know, it'd be ridiculous for him to be walking around like he's Pogba or something. But you, what made, what you said there made me think of what of some of the allegations that have been shouted at some of your Man United players in that mm. their heads have gone down. They haven't got the right attitude for whatever reason. They're not liking the culture that Ranjik has cultivated yeah. there since Solskjaer left. And we've had change as well. Same kind of change at the club. Yep. And you've seen Norwood come back into the frame and score goals. And you've seen Caden come back into the frame and contribute to the pass that Norwood gave to Burns to score on Tuesday night. I think they've got a good attitude. Now, whether you think they're good players or not is a different argument. But the fact that they can be trusted upon to start in that 11 and put a shift in. And like you say, Jackson has got the pace, pace to burn. You can't teach that. You run. can't teach it. You yeah, can't exactly. teach pace. Exactly. What I will say is, Rich, we've often, we've often said on a microphone, sorry, Matt, about players not wanting to be here. We won't say names. This is a player that clearly wants to be at Ipswich Town Football Club, clearly has 
he's he, the right attitude, head down, work hard. Whenever he speaks on Twitter, it's always a, even an apology or we, we'll, we'll do better. It's, it's, it's always a positive in terms of the football club. As a fan, he might not be the best football player. He might not be the most gifted, but he wants to be here, unlike so many in the past. Yeah. Look, football's all footballers, like, if, like Matt said about Man United, massively talented bunch of players. Wrong attitude there. It doesn't matter who comes in there as manager. That's that's ingrained there. They've got the wrong attitude. They're probably, a lot of them, they're on big money there. I'm not playing, I'm not playing. You know, the whispers. Caden Jackson is a shining example, Martin, to, like yeah, Mike I Brown agree. says there in the chat, he's not got the best football brain. Yeah, we're not talking about that. We're talking about his attitude in training. It's been bang on since he came, McKenna came into the club. Caden knows as well that he's out of contract this season. So mm -hmm. he might not be here next season. We don't know. But he's but going about he... things the right way because there's going to be probably clubs out there looking at thinking, Caden Jackson, he's available. And if you ring up Mark Ashton or you ring up, speak to Kieran McKenna, you're, you're thinking, what's his attitude like? Mm. And they say that, you know, that that's bang on, Martin, because yeah. it's all too easy. It is nowadays. Footballers, it's all too easy for them to sulk in it, you know, not put it in in training. I'm not playing. Bring bring other players down around them who are probably not in the team as well, like you're saying, whispering. But we're all pulling in the same direction. And like Colin said before, the squad is going to be key. We've got a better squad than probably a lot of teams in this yeah. league. And we're yeah. going to yeah. need them all. And he also said about Joe Piggott, you know, He's, they're all going to have to be coming on to that very soon. Actually, that's, that's the, the next. The next we are going to get in the playoffs. It's not just going to be 11, 12, 13 players. It's no. going to be 18 players. It's going to be 20 players. You're going to have players who mm -hmm. might come in. They might not play many games, but they might come in and they might. Jackson do a vital might role. Vital goal. He might come on tomorrow. I don't think he'll start tomorrow. Well, look at Tuesday. Role. Look at Tuesday, Rich. He put the ball across for Norwood. You know, that is a, yeah. he played a vital part in getting us off the yes. ground and lift off exactly. Tuesday. And. So and I thought I, he'd I done just, all right the other night. I thought he'd done all right. He worked really hard. If you look at his running stats, you know, it was it was yes, um, agreed. really, really agreed. impressive. So, look, Caden is going about things the right way. And all credit to him, I say. Hats off. And, well done. And you only have to look back, what, two two seasons ago? And we we gave him player of the year, Rich, didn't we? Absolutely. Yeah, I thought he was... <laughs> it was like a, a step back when, when we heard it was Norwood and... Um, Norwood and Jackson the other night, it was stepped back into the like, Lambert era, wasn't it's it? Lambert in charge, yeah, absolutely. That's what's funny about football fans, though, isn't it? Because there was a lot of people on social going, oh, I can't believe this. I just can't believe this lineup." And then 90 minutes later, you're going, what a scene. <laughs> As uh, AD rightly says, hit the like button. Only 43. Yes, Come on, there's 160 on YouTube watching alone. Oh, Come yeah. on. You've been with us since the start because it's not changed. 100 likes, come, so on. come on. 150 likes, that's the target. Help us out. 150 likes. The thing is, though, being in a contract year, very quickly before we move on to Joe Piggott, Matt, yeah. you he, you would have been forgiven for trying to get that move away because it's your contract year. It's your year to show the footballing world what you've still got to earn a move elsewhere, either earning the same money, earning more money, or yeah. just in Tristan Nydam's case, getting a club. You yeah, could have yeah, been forgiven yeah. for, for being in the manager's ear, both Cook and McKenna, and saying, look, I want away, I want away, I want away. Yeah. You know, let's not be let's not be naive about this. Probably an element of why he's putting in those hard yards and showing what he can do is a to, to prove to McKenna and, and Ashton what he's made of, and b there's probably clubs watching him. Yeah, so you know, let's not be naive about the process. I mean, theoretically, he might not be here come Monday evening. 
when the when the, I think when the window shuts. So we'll wait and see. But you know, fair play. To, all we can ask is to go out there and as Colin always says, you know, if there's eleven guys out there wearing the shirt, let's support them. And, you know. I agree with Mike D in that comment there. I thought he had a better game than Norwood on Tuesday. I agree. I, I I do agree with that. But then I'm a Jackson fan, and and, and others would say that I'm. No, had that know. little piece of magic, didn't he? That the little yeah, turn. Yeah, I don't think he meant that. I, didn't, I think I think he slipped over it personally. But we'll move it. We'll 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 move it on. Um, yeah, Joe Piggott, Rich, flipping that to Joe Piggott. McKenna said, as you've said earlier, to be honest, he's training well. I said to him, I think he can count himself unlucky. Another manager says that about Joe Piggott. In terms of the minutes he's played, but we're blessed in that department at the moment with a number of good strikers, all with different qualities. Obviously, McCauley's been having, um, and has been having, and is having a really good season and contributes a lot to the team. James coming to the team, the recent runners, been scoring goals, and Joe has had to be a little bit patient. We know what, what qualities he can bring. He's got different qualities to the other forwards. He's proven that at this level, he can score goals. He can also bring other things to the team in terms of his hold-up play, his link play, his back-to-goal play is at a really good level. It's difficult to manage a lot of options, but with where we are in the season, with the time left in the season, we're happy to carry those numbers and have a lot of options. We feel like over the course of the run of games, people can have a part to play and contribute at different times. And Joe's definitely one of who can contribute between now and the end of the season. You've kind of already answered it, but no question, really. Just I want your instant reaction to hearing those thoughts on Joe Piggott. I was a big fan when he signed. I think I did say Matty get 24 goals this season. I didn't know that he would spend the majority of it on the bench. And I do Don't feel sorry. Rakeem Harper, player of the year. Big opinions on here. Put your neck on the line. Um, I did think he'd play a lot more football than what he has, and I think yeah. he did as well. You know, he's he's come from uh, AFC Wimbledon, where he's used to be playing every week. He's the main man, and he's now yeah. what is he now? Fourth fourth choice, mine yeah. is he? You know, well, this is it. Where is then, he? You know, then it wouldn't surprise me tomorrow if at two o'clock when that lineup comes out that he's in the starting lineup. You, you just don't know. I think there'll be a few changes. Do you but think he, he suffers from being a jack of all trades, Rich, in the sense of like McKenna's listing off there? He can do this, he can do that, he can do possibly. this. Is it a jack of all trades, six out of ten, or all of them? But then Norwood, you know, is a better hold up man. I think he's, he I can't think he's a penalty box player, um, Pigger. If you look at all his goals that he scored last season, they're all within in yeah. the box. But when he gets his chance, which is probably he's going to get a chance if, if you're listening to McKenna, what he's saying, he really does need to grab it, doesn't he? Because he might not get many chances. When he comes in, if he gets a chance, you've got to stick that ball away, Joe. Because, we're look, we're all... I would love to see him get some game time and get some goals. He's, look, he's a popular figure. He was on that coffee club, Matt. He was on there. And he's a jovial figure. You've got to keep yourself going. You know, you're training every week. And he's just not... He's just not getting any time off the off the bench. I don't know how he's doing it, Matt. I don't know how he's keeping himself motivated to... to either difficult. Yeah, well, person. I mean, look, you're, you're around the lads, you're training every day, you're part of a, a squad. I would imagine if he was like just training on his own or with mm. a 20 freeze, you know, he'd be he'd probably his chin would be on the floor, I'd imagine. But, um, did, did, did you say in that quote there that McKenna said Bomb was having a good season? Yes, yes, he did. He's, yeah, yes. do, you, do you, I mean, look, is he having a good season? He had a very good start to the season, but he's got what two goals since October, and we're now almost at the end of January. He's gone off the ball big time, hasn't he? Which is me. a shame. Why it's a shame that people, not you know not, I'm not dissing McCauley here. Brilliant amount of goals over August and September, but he certainly drops off massively since. His you know, work rate is good, Matt. But I've said it's before, though, isn't he? Because 
they sing, he's one of our own. He yeah. gets a bit of a, I'm not saying a free pass, but he gets more leeway than, say, a Joe Piggott had. If Joe yeah. Piggott had played 16 games and he scored one goal, we'd all be yeah. saying, oh, I don't think he should be in the team. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's the third of the season right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, McCauley on fire, start of the season. Absolutely brilliant. He really has gone off the ball a little bit. You know, there's been changes at the club. We know that. Maybe that's affected him. I don't know. You know, maybe off-field things have affected him. Maybe he's, you know, he was thinking he had to go back to QPR. Maybe that affected him. You, know, you don't know, do you? It's all mindset. But I hope he can get back to scoring goals. But yeah, I think Richie's absolutely right. I think if that was Bond there and he wasn't from Chantry or whatever... Then um, yeah, I think it, it, they, it, they wouldn't be so patient. I don't think. All right, we've got one more press clip. Then we've got one to elevens and looks at Wednesday. But very first, hello, you lovely lot. I am here very quickly to discuss woodpecker mortgages and protection run by Ipswich Town fan Graham. So you know you're in good hands if you go with Woodpecker Mortgages and Protection. I want to discuss the income protection service they do with you. You all know me and you all know my story. Literally, one day I went out into that big wide world, a scary world, and I had an injury which left me disabled and unable to work. Just like that, I lost my income. Just like that. That's a click there. Crazy. This may have been an answer to a prayer because obviously when you can't work, you can't earn. And when you can't earn, your bills are still going to be there wanting to be paid like children needing to be fed this could have been an answer to my prayer and taken some stress away from me and let me focus on my mental and physical health income protection insurance it's not for everybody but it might be for you so give graham a call on 01636 337 447 or email graham at uk. and i must say your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up with payments on your mortgage you know it makes sense you lovely people you do know it makes sense, because otherwise you end up doing podcasts with these two herberts. Get income protection. Um, talking of which, Scott Fraser, somewhat forgotten man, nearing a return. Um, do you get the feeling Matt McKenna may have a, pla- a little bit of a plan in place or, or be excited to work with, with, with the best number 10 in league? Because <coughs> he, said, he said this today or yesterday. He's had a little injury, injury in that time. Obviously, we had two games called off due to COVID. I know all about Scott's qualities. Watch lots of him for Burton and, and for MK. So he's certainly a player who has quality and impact at this level and is a player who can contribute for us when he gets the opportunity. Does that sound like a manager that's excited to work with somebody, do you think? Well, I like the fact that he's, you know, even though when he was coaching elsewhere or he was at Man United or Spurs or whatever, he was keeping an eye on the, on the lower leagues. But, I mean, look, there's no smoke about fire. He keeps getting linked to um, Swansea. Is that is that not lazy journalism? Take one ad one equals four? I don't know. I mean, look, there's the Russell Martin connection, isn't it? It's the MK Dons connection. I don't know. But, I mean, I've not been particularly sold on Fraser. I have to say, he seems a bit slow to me. And I think he was a victim of... Cook's square peg round hole syndrome a little bit. Mm. Um, you know, but he was over on the left of that three behind Bond. I was like, well, does he actually breathe? Forget he was on the pitch, you know. But, I mean, if we weren't playing him in the right positions, then, you know, that's that's not his fault, is it? But I don't know. I, I, I feel like Selena and Chaplin are well ahead of him in the, in, in the pecking order. And maybe, what did we pay for him? Three quarters of a mil? Was it 750? Something like that? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is it- maybe we'll recoup it. I don't know. Is he a number 10, Rich? Because as Stephen Parry says, he's not a number 10. It drives Stephen mad. Well, he said he's an eight. He wasn't. He said he's an eight. He, they've had a um, Charlton bid 400 grand for him, didn't they, today, Matt, that's been turned down. Did they? 400? Yeah, yeah 400 grand. I think Scott Fraser is a real good technical player. I, I'm a big fan of him. I am. I think when, when he was... 
You look at that goal he scored against Morecambe the first day of the season. Now he, link, he linked yeah. up with Chaplin. I think they then yeah. two link up quite well. Oh, I can see him playing mm. with with a Chaplin or a Selina in like the, the two tens behind the striker. But yeah. you can't play everybody, you know. McKenna says he wants to carry a big squad, but like mm. I did say mm. earlier, we're going to need everybody. They're all going yeah. to get their turn somewhere along the line, and when he when he gets his chance, he has to come in, and he has he to take a... it. He's not the quickest, Matt, but it's no, all up no. here. Teddy Sheringham he wasn't the quickest. Work. Yeah, exactly. You know, he, he was out the blue, though, wasn't he? He was out the blue as well, like Luca. He was out of the blue. What was it? Yeah. We saw cooked, didn't we? Like Bury St Edmunds, Bury Town, and he said, "Look out for a signing tomorrow, lads." And it was we were thinking it was someone else, and it was him, Fraser. The thing is, I, I'm, I bring Fraser up. Because, as Ian rightly says, some great points in here by Ian. Fraser, top quality, one of our best technical players, should get a chance playing McKenna Ball. You say 100%. about his technical ability, as does Ian. I genuinely think, listening to McKenna or reading McKenna as well, I think Scott Fraser's a player. He's got the sort of ambitions of can't wait to get my hands on him and use him in my system, and because he can he can play over all over the pitch, and he's technically so good, Matt. So good that well, yeah, 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 he'll shine. He'll shine. He'll shine in this system. I, I feel like. Yeah, he needs an opportunity under McKenna. I said this about Selena, didn't I? He was underperforming under Cook. We needed to see him with an opportunity under McKenna. And Fraser's probably the same. But, you know, the clock is ticking on the transfer window. But, yeah, you might be right. I mean, he's got, he has got the technical skills. He was his best number 10. And then we find out he's number eight. Um, I mean, for me, like I said earlier, I like flair players. And he's probably not quite ticking the box there for me. And when he was over on the left, I didn't really see the impact he was bringing, like in a Luco or whatever. He needs uh, a run of games, though, Matt. I think you're underestimating him there in terms of his creativity. But I think whenever he's on the ball, he looks like something is going to happen. Okay. I, I really like him. And, and I, I think like the fact that. Charlton, Rich, have bid 400,000, which, let's be honest here, ladies and gentlemen, in League One terms, that's a lot of money, um, shows the ability and the potential that other League One teams see in Scott Fraser. Yeah, I agree with Mike D there. I think he could play in the championship for a team like Swansea. Look, he's obviously played with him when he was manager at MK and they keep the ball for fun. Yeah. But I'd rather he play for Ipswich. I, I really would. And, and look, I know Luco, everyone's saying Luco's miles ahead of him. Not for me. But Luco's age comes into consideration for me. Yeah, he ain't got long left. You know, he's not got the longevity. He'll probably get yeah. another season. Look, mm. I'd keep him for another season, definitely. But Scott Fraser, how old is he, Martin? Oh. Good question. 25? I want to say 26. But let's have a look. Scott Fraser is... In the comments, people. Scott Fraser. 26. Born on the March March 30th, 1995. I was spot on. 26. Boom. I I love him. I think he's a great player. So good. So technically sound. Doesn't need pace. If he was fit tomorrow, Scott Fraser, I would be starting him ahead of Tom Carroll. Agreed. Oh, without doubt. Without doubt. I'd play him anywhere. But yeah, particularly in that position there. I, I do agree. I do agree. I, I'm. I didn't know. I've been busy all day about the Charlton bid. The fact that Charlton have put money on the on the table, Matt, and may come back. But should again, quite, yeah, I get that. But that's quite small fry in the terms of not in League One. It's not small fry. Have you not seen the fees we were paying? If you want to buy Selena, it's going to cost you probably two we're, million. We're the exception to the rule, and Selena, <laughs> in all due respect, has played has played at a higher level than Scott Fraser. Scott Fraser's yet yeah, to have get in the game as they say. People so. are going to give you impact in the league that you're in, and we know he's made an impact from the MK Dons previously. But four hundred grand, get away! We paid double that. So on that basis, what do you? And they've obviously turned it down. But let's say Charlton come back with a, a revised bid of five 
five hundred thousand, just for example. Well, you, want what money, you, you want your money back, don't you? So if we well, did pay seven fifty. So that's exactly what I was, I was going to ask you. What do you lose by saying we're not selling until the summer? Well, what do we lose? I mean, you get some money back, seven hundred and fifty grand. You're now player short, and we know that he can play a variety of different positions. He might not like it, but he can play a variety of different positions. If you then sell Fraser, what's the backup plan? Who comes in and replaces him in that squad? Because as Rich said, McKenna likes a big squad. Um, I don't really see the logic of getting rid of him, especially towards the end of the season. But I think you'd need a backup plan to to replace him. He offers more. He offers more than a and an Aluko. I'm, I'm saying that going for longevity, not just this season. Yeah, he offers more than an Aluko and a Tom Carroll. But Aluko, I, I see Blue's comments there, Martin, about it that he basically doesn't fit into McKenna ball. He doesn't run as much as Jackson. Mm. I, I don't agree with that. I'm not just because. He might not seem these. He, he's working hard, you know. He's not just standing there with his finger up his backside. Who's this? Aluko, you say? What Aluko does is bring, give you energy, doesn't it? And you've seen it. when we're In that Sunderland game, they suddenly put him in the middle and suddenly you were like, oh my God, didn't Aluko could play here? Gives you I energy. just want to know, Matt, before we go any further, what is his first name? Sonny. Well, I, look. When I joined the FA, he was my first interview and he told me his name was Shawna. So I'm always going to call him Shawna and Luca. <laughs> this is going back to uh, 2007. Big shout uh, out, Alex, Alex Griffin. He's on his on the yes. way to Alex great. Griffin. Alex, Alex got... I do like you... Alex's match day shows. It's really great. Do you know, if Alex Griffin sh- shakes his trouser leg, about a thousand subscribers fall out. Shake it in <laughs> our direction, Alex. Here is a few ask Alex, subscribers. Alex, while he's in, in the chat, what did the wheel come up with today? Because he spins the wheel, doesn't he? What are you yeah. wearing tomorrow? Yeah. We should do that for you, you know. We should do that for you. We should do Why? that for you. Why? Are you going Send, tomorrow? Are you going to tomorrow? Going? Is, yeah. It's a massive away oh, day. Come on. I'm not like you. Just, just jumping on the MK bandwagon. Like everyone was telling them. <laughs> you you on the yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't go away. Uh, anyway, right. Uh, 1 to 11 time. Let's have a look at this. Who have you got starting, ladies and gentlemen? Get your 1 to 11s in the chat. Massive this- shout out to the tickets we sold. Five, 5,000 yeah. already. 1,000 tickets went in seven minutes today. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. unbelievable. You is. told me you were working and weren't going. You've, you've changed no, the shit. No, no, no. I did have football. It's been cancelled. I've got tickets anyway. I made me mind up last Saturday when Colin was going, oh, I'm going, I'm going. Oh, I really? thought, yeah, I'm going to go. Sheffield Wednesday. I love going. I was talking to Colin earlier. Look, I love going there, but I always have a thought when I go there about what happened you know, back in 89. Yeah. And it, it just sends a yeah. chill, shiver, shiver yeah. down my spine. It really does. Changing the subject, because that, you know, that, that is a sad memory of that, of, of, a, of a famous stadium. But I've got some birds that need collecting 20 minutes away from Hillsborough. If you, if you fancy a little detour for 20 quid. I'm oh, fucking delivering your cupboards. I've got some cupboards for you. Now you yeah. want me to pick up birds? No, genuinely, I've got, I've got, I've got, genuinely, I've got four recessive pies that need collecting. <laughs> Honestly, hand on heart. I didn't know anyone was going. I asked Colin if Mark Rattle was driving in. I think I could ask Mark, but I didn't know you Colin's were going. On the bus. Surely they got surely got room on them Galloways underneath. You know where they pulled it down? Where's the cupboards at the moment? Are they in your garage or something? I'll bring them over probably next week, mine. Yeah. We'll talk. Might, I might come and get them tomorrow evening if you bring my budgies back. But we'll talk. Recessive mm-hmm. bites. Um, Alex needs six subscribers. Don't know what he needs them for. Oh, do you get 21,000? Alex, if, if, if I send you six, can you send me 6,000? I think that's a fair deal. 
That's the YouTube currency exchange rate. Uh, right, one to 11s. Here we go. We've got Crunchers. Uh, You've not put this in the away kit. No, we're in all black tomorrow with white socks. We're going to wear white socks tomorrow. Uh, Walton, Danastin, Wolfenden, Edmondson, back three, Burns, back That's not mine. That's not mine. Is it not? All right, we'll go no. with Matt's first while I try and find yours. Uh, Matt, talk us through your one to eleven, and for the and for the purpose of those at home listening on on audio platforms, tell them the formation and read it out in order, please, sir. I've done I've done like a a three four three, but can go to a three five two. So I've got Walton in goal, Higuita with the scorpion kick save. He's in goal. Then we've got Genoa Dynasty on the right, obviously, and Wolfenden in the middle, and Edmondson on the left, and then. My two win backs, I'm giving a debut to Thompson, obviously. And on the other side is Wes Burns in absolute fantastic form. I'm going with the same two in the middle, Carroll and uh, Backinson. I think it'd be, I mean, look, you could, you might see a change. I thought Backinson did well on Tuesday. I love that little pass he put over the back for, for Norwood to run onto. Beautifully weighted. I thought that was fantastic. I don't see he's Backinson has been at the club for such a short period of time. I don't really see why they would chop and change when he's had 90 minutes with Carroll. And then uh, I've got, uh, I'm bringing in Selena into the middle. Selena. To play, to play that number 10 wrong. And then I've got Norwood and Chaplin up top. So my thinking is that Selena or Chaplin can go wide. They can sit behind him. Um, and let's attack the game. Let's go and win it. They're going to play 3-5-2. We can, we can, we can alter that formation to, to, to match them up. I think a lot of the play is going to be down the channels. Um, yeah, let's go and win it. Come on. <laughs> Look at that. I mean, get Matt Phillips in the dressing room, Rich. Look at that for a bit of a team talk. Massive shout out to James, who's in the chat from, uh, I think it's from the Wednesday podcast. And he says, surely Matt Penny's playing tomorrow because he's nailed on to score because Sam Winnell scored last weekend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. Can we just uh, mention that I was on the Shepherd Wednesday podcast this week. So if you are traveling in the car Ooh. and you do you want... to me. I'll listen to that on the way up tomorrow. Yeah, there you go. Oh. I, 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 I was on there, and I, um, I, I was my usual jovial self. I mentioned a couple of Jaegers. Um, it was all good. It was a good show, actually. I really, really enjoyed being on there with a, oh, was it a Fleetwood or a Morecambe fan? I can't actually remember. But um, anyway, here's your one to eleven. I've bought enough time for myself. There you go. Uh, Rich is one to eleven. We've got Walton, Edmondson, Wolf, JD, uh, Burns, Backinson, Carroll, and Thompson. Then Selena, Chapman, and Bond. So very similar, if not. Yeah, I, just just Bond just for Norwood. Bond for over Norwood, then yeah. 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 Talk us through the Bond because you've said earlier in the show, uh, or Matt said earlier in the show, that Bond wasn't having a great season. So you obviously disagree with that sentiment. If Bond is starting for you over over um, Senor I, I think Norwood, he needed that rest. You know, he's played a lot of football, Macaulay Bond, and he's played a lot of minutes, and he's he's. Yeah. He hasn't spent much time on the bench. You know, he's, he's played week in, week out. So I think that little rest he had the other night, it'll probably do him good. Might give him a bit of a kick up the backside. You know, he come I mean, on there. And I, said, the I said at the start of the season, he'd score 20 goals and be our player of the year. So I mean, that still happens. Do, do we feel then that Bond, Chaplin and Sinead are now done after being rested midweek? Do, do, do we feel like that's the now done front three? I was like, I so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and that's a really good three as well, isn't it? Look, I've been critical of Selena not hitting the heights that I expected, but he's still, you know, he's still class play. I mean, he only got to see the ball he put through to Burns against um, Accrington last week to see what he's he's capable of. I just hope we can see it on a more consistent level because we are paying a lot of wedge in League One for him. So you you want to see you want to see him make the impact in the big games. Basically. Absolutely. And I think tomorrow, tomorrow you need 
like you said, Matt, and you've said, Martin, we need to win this game. You need your goal scorers on the pitch there. I know like, yeah, you've got Norwood, so I might be contradicting myself a little bit, but you've got him to come off the bench. But when you look at, I know Colin said Aluko over Chaplin, but look at the stats of the two of them. I think Aluko scored two at Cambridge. What's Chaplin? I think he's got eight goals this season in all competitions. Yeah, yeah he has so eight goals, yeah. Tomorrow, it's a game... Normally, you go go to Wednesday. It's a tough place to go. I'm not saying if we got a point, it'd be disastrous. But with the start that we've said many times on here that we've had, we are playing catch-up. So, it's five points to gap now. If we Mm. got a draw tomorrow and them other teams win, it's back to seven. Now, we've got 18 games to go. Before you know it, Matt... Hey, David, £10 super stinger. David, David. we love you. That vodka's paid off then. Get in. (laughs) Happy days. But before Happy you know days. it, before you know it, Martin and Matt, you'll you'll be down to ten games left of the season, and the yeah. games soon run out. If you get into, if you're getting to ten games left, and you're still seven or eight points behind, mm. that's too much to make up over that short space of time. So it this is why, yes. go there tomorrow. Yeah, get on the front foot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be a great away mm-hmm. following. It'll be a big crowd, great stadium. The pitch will be good there. I see no reason. I know Wednesday have only lost one game all season at home. They're pretty strong at home. Yeah. But I see no reason why we can't go there and win because both teams will look at that league table. We're eighth, they're ninth. And we yeah. both don't want to be where we are. We yeah. both expected to be doing a lot better. So yeah. Plus they've got they've got two games on in hand on us, I think. So we yeah. want to sort of bloody their nose. Okay. Draws are all well and good, Matt, but this stage of the season, it's the three points that are really well, look, going to I make think, Yeah, you're right. I think if you get three points there and then we've got, what, Doncaster and Gillingham yeah. uh, to follow, the bottom two, and you couldn't ask you, you couldn't ask for kind of fixtures, could you? Ooh. No, you're absolutely <laughs> <laughs> That surprised me as, as well as you two. But no, you absolutely could. I'm looking at the lead table. It's just this time tomorrow when we're having our beer and our, our evening meal, socialising, entertaining, it could be so tasty, Rich. 41 yeah. points, 46. Mm-hmm. You separate some distance between you and Wednesday. And any time you're above Wednesday, you feel you're going to be in a good position, particularly, you know, in League One. And it's just there, Matt, suddenly. For, you know, it's, it's all right you need to do there. Is all we've got to aim for is sex. That's all mm. we've got to aim for. Now, that's, that is doable at the moment. But you've got to keep... Every time you get... You're chalking out three points... The picture looks rosy, doesn't it? Like well, look, said, I don't think a point look, here and there is going to help us. You, you look tomorrow, to Don, Doncaster, Doncaster home to Plymouth. You'd expect Plymouth to go there and win. Yeah. Nope. Um, Gillingham at home to Oxford. You'd expect Oxford to win, wouldn't you? Yeah. But, but, but Gillingham, to be fair, clean sheet in, at midweek, True. a little bit resurgent. But then you've got Wickham MK Dons, mine. Wickham MK Dons. Now, Wickham mm. can do us a big favour there. It is annoying because I agree with Matt. I was coming out that ground the other night thinking, yes, Plymouth have drawn. MK Dons are drawn. Yeah. And then I look and bloody Scott Twine's banging a 95. Hey, points. Sarah, £10. That, yeah. whatever the, the anesthetic well, and the Sarah. morphine Wish they've given well. her is kicking in as well. Get in. Cheers, Sarah. We appreciate that. Thank you so much. Look after yourself and hope. Get yeah. Stephen. Get a little bill, Sarah. And get Stephen running around after you. I, I, I ta- Trust me, Lizzie in a, in his house, it's working a treat for her, I, I, I hear. <laughs> So, uh, more wine, please, still, sir. More wine. Still stretching it out. Still stretching it out. Two weeks on, nearly, Matt. I said to Matt, Sadio, Mane scored a goal with a concussion. Just, you know, there's there's <laughs> levels here. Do you know what I mean? There's yes, levels. She's, today, she actually said she's feeling better today. But she has got a hematoma on her head, you know, that lump Ooh. that comes up. Two Ooh. weeks after. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do feel sorry for her. Concussion living with you, it's, it's a bad concoction. Yeah, it's a bad mix, isn't it? it it's yeah, incredibly bad. But yes, looking at the fixtures, they are... I just think, in all honesty, guys, our, our, our one aim at the moment, you have to sort of break it down to little chunks. And our one aim should be making the MK Dons fixture as big as it possibly yeah. can be. Making yeah. that a huge game for sixth place. Because they're there, we can see them, and we've Tell got me Wednesday... Of us now. I will get the league table up again for you again, sir. But I, think they're they, the, I think they're eight at the moment because it was, what was it, six the other night? So they are on 49 and we're on 41. Yeah. So it's eight points. Yeah, eight, but, yeah. but, but a win tomorrow, they play Wickham. Let's say Wickham do what they should do and don't yeah, do what they do five. against us. I think if we, get in, as soon as we get to sixth, if we can get into sixth with about the same amount of games played, I think we can lock it in once we're there. I think McKenna's got the drive and I think the, you know, the, the changes he's made since he came in. I think once we get into the six, I think we can we can stay there. We've got the belief. I think they've got the belief yeah. now, the players, haven't they? It wasn't long ago. We were saying the season was over. I, mean, I can see Mike True. saying, do we think the playoffs is on? I thought it was on way off. I did not envisage the curve that they've gone on and, the like I said earlier, the, the night and day from the Cook era to this one. You do know MK uh, Wickham will come out and play crap tomorrow just because they, <laughs> yes, they they're a bit they're a bit inconsistent with, and it, yeah. Yeah, exactly we, we've got to do i just i just feel with the three games gillingham doncaster and wednesday on yeah. paper and i respect what you're going to say back to me rich you get past wednesday with anything positive you set yourself up nicely for two very winnable oh, games you should be expecting to beat both of them too shouldn't you if you've got any aspirations yeah. at they're going to go down aren't they you know we've they're got Cheltenham go coming up you've got burton albion coming up there's games here that we can win Absolutely. Yeah. Momentum. As as Colin says, it's now a yeah. football from a snowball to a football. So <laughs> yeah, we are oh, we are live tomorrow from 2 p.m. Curtis, Ben, and myself with the match day ticket pregame show. Yeah. And of course the full-time show as well. But before we get there, score predictions as we sit on a Friday night full of beer, wine, and vodka in David's case, or <laughs> or paracetamol in Sarah's case. Um what are we saying, Mr. Phillips? What is your score prediction it's, going to be? It is a really tough game. I mean, look, I'm hoping we can go there and win. I do think it's going to be tough. I think Chef, I think Rich said Sheffield Wednesday have only lost one game at home this season. They're averaging two points a game at home, which is promotion form. So I do think it will be tough. I hope, yeah, I agree with Colin. I do hope we can get a 2-1. Something tells me it'll probably, you know, I'm probably looking at the fairy tale ending. I think it'll probably, I don't think we'll lose. I think it'll probably be a draw. I think it might be 1-1. But I just hope we can get that three points because, you know, we're absolutely, you know, cooking on gas <laughs> if we do get the free. Absolutely. 2-2 two, two from 80. 2-2 two, two from Mr. Ant still. Ant, I hope you're keeping well. Enjoy the game tomorrow. 2-1 from the from the good doctor. 2-1 from Dave Eaton. And 2-1 from Beep Beep. Crunch, cruncher. What are you saying? I'm really confident tomorrow. I think we're taking a real good following there. I think Selena's going to be on fire tomorrow. I think he's going to score. I'm going Sheffield Wednesday nil. Ipswich Town three. Wow! Mm. Can you imagine the scenes? Ooh, <laughs> we're going to put a real statement. We're going to put a real statement down tomorrow, and the league are going to all look up and think. I tell you what, they're coming, and we are coming. You know, just yeah. if you're going tomorrow, have a great day. Get behind them, you know, but just behave yourself and don't be pricks towards like you know when we score a goal like we were the other night. That's all I'll say. Well, yeah, absolutely. We'll we'll pick that up again on, on, on Sunday's show, but absolutely well said. And 
I'm looking forward to it. There's one nil from the group from EJ Norris. EJ, I hope you saw your birthday message from myself midweek. If not, a happy belated birthday to you. Sir. Birthday, EJ, yeah. Two four from from Blue. Why oh. not? Why not? Four. One nil from Kerry O'Brien. Thank you, Kerry. I hope you're doing really well. True Blue, Rich says Colin. True Blue. Uh, two one from Mr. Simon Wall. Hope you and Nikki are doing really good. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. The week is now behind us. The weekend is now in front of us, and we are. One step away from hopefully another three points. Three from three. I have not seen three town wins on the bounce for a long time. This should be. This shouldn't be a League One fixture. No, I said that in the intro. Definitely not. Burnley, Brentford, Burnley, Brighton, Brighton, Brentford. (laughs) Yeah. Which levels is where you are in a minute? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Money could distort leagues. It's, It's quite simple as that. But we're done. The weekend's upon us. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to go now finish my lovely beer. Hit the, the like button. Phone. Yes. Hit that like button, yeah. Enjoy Subscribe. your trip. Safe travels. Yeah. Is, Safe he's travels. off for more Romanian wine. He's off to get a packed <laughs> lunch, all packed up, and <laughs> get some directions for my budgies. And um, we'll uh, see you all Sunday, us three, but I'll see you tomorrow from 2pm. Love. With care. We're on a journey Looking back on the things that we've taken for granted, but feels like we're learning to be better without what's been holding.